Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on! I know you can hear me. It's Hump Day. Hump Day. Let's get rolling. This is the Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's a Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very, uh, very much for making us a part of your day. And uh, what a day it has been. You know, there's there's sometimes in uh, in the sports radio biz, you have uh, days that you, you'll never forget. Um and this certainly is going to be one of them. Uh, Gordon Monson will join us coming up here uh, shortly, we hope. Uh, Gordon, I think, uh, working on some stuff for the trip, so we hope he'll be able to uh, jump on with us uh, here coming up pretty soon. But uh, what a what a wild day. Um, Utah Jazz are, are going to be, to be sold to Ryan Smith and, uh, and come under new ownership, including this very radio station. So pretty wild news. Um, I, I don't know about you, Austin. I'm I don't know if I'm the most plugged-in guy on the planet, but usually when it comes to stuff going on in the, in the company, you you get a wind of it. And and I'll tell you what, I was totally, I don't want to say blindsided, but it, yeah, blindsided. I didn't know it was coming at all. I saw the email that the Jazz were going to have a press conference. I thought, oh, that's kind of strange. And then a few minutes later, uh, we see the uh, the uh, tweet from Woj and then an official uh, release from the Jazz. It was like boom, boom, boom. And I thought, wow, my whole world just significantly changed in a matter of minutes. Yeah, you know what went through my mind almost immediately? So this is how NBA players feel when the media tells them they've been traded. Yes. Not that I've been traded. No, or, no. And but I this think is how that they, it's, yeah. a, it's like, wow. I think we're in a great spot as a company within this community and uh, Ryan uh, Smith and Ashley Smith taking over for the Miller family is about as easy a transition as you can imagine going from a legacy ownership like the Millers to the Smiths now. Uh, and But i uh, that's like you said, we didn't have any hints, no. any I, ideas. No. And we really, if we did, that's they wouldn't have been doing their, their business the right way. And so they did their business the right way. They kept it quiet. And this is a good day, I think, for the people of Utah, jazz fans, and people that work in this company. I'm, I'm op- optimistic about it. And, and here, I'll, I'll give my thoughts um, here, and then we'll get to we'll get to the press conference, and I, I won't uh, be too long about this because I, I know we'll be talking about it for a long time. But, um, Austin, what year was it? I See, I'm not good with years uh, for somebody who likes when history. We what, what, what year was it when the, the Miller Group acquired uh, the zone? Was it 2010 it was eight years or ago. 11? It was eight years ago. Eight years ago? ago? Or, um, yes, it'll be nine in May. So the station, and including me, uh, Austin, Austin had been working for the Jazz longer than I had because they had a, a, an operational agreement with what at the time was thirteen twenty K fan, and so we merged staffs with the what, what at the time was the Zone. Uh, of course, Gordon and I coming from that side, and Austin and others coming from the other, and, and the Miller Group uh, purchased the station. And and I'll I'll be honest, uh, Austin, I, I came in with a little apprehension. I mean, we were just coming off the Great Recession. Well, we were kind of in the middle of it. I'm trying to remember. But anyway, so the recession was 08, and this was 11. And the the Great Recession was not not easy on the radio business. Uh, there was a lot of struggling going on. And so, uh, you know, some scars there for me personally. And uh, we were we were purchased by uh, by the Miller Group, and I kind of went in going, oh, man, this isn't a radio company. You know, how's this going to go? I'd, I'd, I'd heard really nothing but good things about the company, but you never know, right? And, uh, and I've got to say, working for the Miller Group these years has been an absolute pleasure. This is a great company full of great people. Um, the Miller family always provided uh, resources for this station to to succeed. Uh, I've always felt supported here. Um, 
I don't know how many people know this, but uh, they they created um, uh, they they will send the Miller Group will send everybody's kids to college. Yeah, we need. That's I, so I don't cool. know why why we don't talk about that more. And, and it's I, I can't remember how they calculated it exactly. It's like in state tuition to the University of Utah or the equivalent of that. But but they'll pay your kids tuition just because you work here. That's that's an amazing policy that I've never seen anywhere else. And I, I think is is kind of an example of what kind of company this is. It's a great company, and I'm I'm speaking specifically about. Uh, Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment. Uh, we interact with uh, folks on the car side, but but not really. Uh, you know, we're kind of here with, uh, of course, uh, the Jazz and the Bees, um, the Stars, Jazz Gaming, um, that that kind of wing. And it, this is a great place to work. And and uh, Gordon talks a lot about this, but you know, with with companies and and certainly sports organizations, a lot of times it's it's ownership down. You know, they set the they set the the. Uh, the policies, obviously, for the company, but they set the tone on, on how uh, you're going to go about doing business. And, um, you know, I, I, I had always heard and I always mess up this quote, so I apologize uh, if, if I do. But uh, we've we've all heard it. Uh, quote uh, Larry, the late Larry Miller, which says, go about doing good in the world until there is too much good. Go yeah. about doing good. Until there's Until too there's, much good in the world. Thank the you, Austin. Yeah. I, I feel bad that I always mess that up. But that that that's like the baseline of the company. And not only do they say it, they do it. I mean, uh, community, uh, active in the community, the work day. I mean, just some amazing stuff. Stuff you never see. Um, so I wanted to start out today uh, by expressing appreciation. And we can get into uh, opinions about where we go from here. But um, uh, it, it was a pleasure working for the Miller family. Really enjoyed it. Specifically, Gail. Specifically, yeah, wonderful, She's wonderful such, person. Such a, a superstar of a human being. And just so people know, the um, people know out there, the radio world is wild. If you're looking for a, if you're looking for a stable occupation, don't get into radio. It's it's nuts. It, it really is. I mean, I talk to friends who work in the industry all across the country, and it's here today, gone tomorrow. And you know, giant media conglomerates are unstable because of transitioning technology, amongst other things. I mean, it's it is a wild, wild world. And uh, for the last eight years, the Millers have given this particular station uh, uh, an incredible amount of stability. Now, not, you know, it's still a wild world out there. I'm not saying we haven't had our, you know, stumbles and blips and, and challenges along the troubled way. Troubled waters, as uh, it were. Troubled waters, as uh, a friend of ours once uh, once put it. Uh, but who doesn't, right? So I would say it, it, it's it's been a great ride with, uh, with the Miller Group. And, and by the way, I don't expect things to change much. And and we can get into uh, to Ryan Smith and the new ownership. And um, I want to uh, b- right off the bat, I want to put an end to the. Well, are the Jazz going to move now? Can we uh, can we let's respond to that, and then we don't need to uh, dwell on it. No. You think they are? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, and I've seen a lot of that online, of course. Um, of course. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not going over to Gail's twice uh, twice a week for dinner like Gordon. Uh, but I, I, I feel like I know her well enough or we know her well enough in this company well enough <laughs> that uh, I, I would uh, bet uh, a substantial amount of money on it that, uh, that it had Ryan Smith even uh, had that in his mind as an option to move the team, he would not be owning the team. Yeah, and so you'll, you'll, you'll I, hear her I wanna, say, oh, sorry, go ahead. when we play this, you'll hear her say that this was not the first time that Ryan Smith came to them and said, hey, I'd like to buy this team from you. And if you think that Ryan Smith's the only person in the right. world who's approached them, you're wrong. Right. Uh, I don't know whether they got a, a whether Ryan got a bargain or, or sold high, I don't, bought high. I don't know. But I guarantee there were others outside of this market very interested in purchasing this team. And the yeah. Millers chose someone who they believe right. and I believe is going to keep the team here. Yeah, and he, he grew up here. He's, he grew up a fan of the team. He, he really, and, and Gail alluded to this, I can't, I can't remember if it was in the public, uh, public um, uh, press conference or there was a little company-wide meeting that Gail was on uh, a little bit earlier today and she, she made some uh, remarks. And even if it's, it was on that, I don't think she'd mind me saying this. She, she compared where they were at their lives when they, uh, the, at the time that they bought the Jazz to where the Smiths are in their lives to now, now purchasing the team. And I, I thought that was really, really uh, 
interesting. But they've got a they've got a young family. He's a self made man. Um, his his wife is uh, is uh, extremely successful as well as she runs. Uh, and I did not know this until today. She runs a dance studio down in uh, down in Utah County, and her whole thing is 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 dancers go elsewhere across the country because, to get a supposedly better training. And she she apparently said to herself, "Well, that's stupid. They should get that better training right here." Right. Which I think is really cool. Yeah, really uh, cool. What was the the publication that named her one of Utah's forty under forty? Uh, to to watch on the on the rise. Ashley Smith is a self-made woman, right? Married to a self-made man, Ryan Smith. And this is, you know, Ryan Smith didn't purchase the Jazz today. The Smith family purchased right. the Jazz today. Yeah, and I think that point. mattered to the Millers in that decision. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. And and I think the shared values, that sort of thing, I I think is very important to the uh, to the Millers as well. So I I don't think it's it's I. To back up your point, Austin, I don't think the Smith family are just, uh, you know, buyers who came along. I mean, they they were selected by the Miller Group and uh, and the Miller family, and 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 that's why I'm going into this with optimism. Yeah. You know, it's always kind of a, a rattled feeling when what you're used to is going to change. And I've no doubt, you know, change in ownership, uh, there's going to be some things changing out there. But uh, I also think that uh, the 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 Smith family has worked with the Jazz for quite some time now. They're probably pretty familiar. Uh, with uh, with how successful this company has been, and I would guess uh, this isn't going to be one of those um, uh, abrupt changes. Maybe abrupt's not the right word. Overhaul. Overhaul. Uh, great. There's happen. a good word. Yeah. There's a good word. Overhaul. That's not what I'm expecting. Especially, I don't think jazz fans are either. Especially right here on the zone. Nothing's going to really change how we bring you what coverage we bring you. Right. This is going to be the best place every day for whatever sports you want to hear locally. It's right here on The Zone. We've got national guests. We've got local guests. We've got insight. We've got reporters that are hosts and and have their their ear to the the wheel that that hear all the stuff before everybody else. And Ryan Smith, uh, as you heard, is also going to try and purchase the zone it's just pending certain approvals which as you buy That's if you buy FCC. a radio company yeah. it's mm. government gets involved there and uh, i think that as people listen to this station they go hey you know we're, we're great and happy that you guys feel good about this but what does it mean for my sports radio every day i think you're going to get the same great product every day yeah i would agree with that especially because uh, and we don't need to get too, too far in depth into this because uh, you know i don't know how much people uh, like to hear us bragging about ourselves but things are going really well we have we have a great listener base we have a well, lot that's of supporters the, key is the and, listeners yeah and uh things are, things are going well in the zone land which actually isn't 100 percent true of uh, sports radio stations across the country so that's that's pretty cool uh that uh, that we're having a lot of success right now so uh, I would hope we uh, are afforded the opportunity to keep that ball roll, uh, rolling. And uh, and we're canceling the Not Sports Report, which is so. great news. Yeah, I was going to say, to that end, uh, uh, I, I'm glad that uh, Ryan Smith is a friend of the show. He's been on the show a few times. That's yes. got to mean something, right? Yes, it does. That's, uh, that's got to mean something. We should play a bite or two from the time he's been on the show as we go about today. Yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. So the unbelievably huge news today. Uh, not only in the world of sports, but of course our, our community at large, and 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 uh, we're going to hear all the the press stuff from earlier today coming up here uh, in just one second. But uh, the, another reason why I, I think we can put an end to the the jazz moving thing right off the bat is that um, the Miller family, and I would guess the Smith family as well, but certainly the Miller family uh, know the role that this franchise plays in the community at large. It was part of the reason they bought the. It was part of the reason they bought the franchise is is for that reason. And uh, I, I would guess they would not sell uh, the majority interest in this franchise to somebody that not share did not share that priority. All right. With that said, let's hear from the people themselves. Uh, this was uh, from earlier today, Austin. What about ten o'clock? Uh, you're going to hear from uh, Steve Starks, CEO of the Miller Group of Companies, uh, Gail Miller, um, Ryan Smith, and uh, also. Um, also his wife, Ashley. So let's uh, go ahead and get right to that. Here's your split story of the day. We're going to hear the entire press conference right now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Vivint Arena this morning. My name is Steve Starks. I'm the chief executive officer for the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies, and we welcome a limited number of guests here today practicing social distance and wearing masks. Thank you for your attendance. Here with us today that I would like to acknowledge and welcome is first and foremost, Gail Miller, owner and chair of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies and the Utah Jazz, Ryan Smith, the founder of Qualtrics and his wife, Ashley, 
and the many members of the Smith family with us here today, we welcome as well. Gail Miller's children are here, including Greg and Steve, and Kim. Zane, Karen, uh, Cherie, and Brian, who couldn't be with us, but's joining us virtually, and, and many of their grandchildren, and Karen as well. Grateful for them. We have with us Dennis Lindsay, the Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Justin Zanuck, our General Manager, Quinn Snyder, who's joining us virtually, and members of our various leadership teams that are with us today. Also want to acknowledge our many online guests that aren't here with us in person, but are joining us, including our elected officials, community partners and supporters. We're grateful for them. Our dedicated champion partners and sponsors, our strong community partners, our employees, as well as our media and the incredible jazz fans all over the, the state and the world. We also wanna welcome and thank our partners from the NBA and other members of the Miller family that couldn't be here, but are tuning in virtually. Today is the culmination of strong relationships, shared values, and innovative collaboration. We are thrilled to share with you today's news. During this event, we will hear from Gail Miller, Ryan Smith, Ashley Smith, and at this time, I would like to, to turn the time over to Gail Miller, who will be followed by Ryan and Ashley. Gail? Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here today, and I thank you all for taking time to join us for this announcement. I've said before that my life has certainly been an unexpected journey, and if 2020's been anything, it qualifies as another of those unexpected journeys. Today I want to talk about a journey that started 35 years ago when Larry and I took a giant step out of our comfort zone and purchased the Utah Jazz. That was the beginning of unimaginable proportions for us and us and our family as far as adventures. We were young and full of excitement at the prospects of being stewards of a unique asset and sharing it with Utah and beyond. We've treasured that stewardship and especially the unifying influence it's had on our city, our state, and even across the country and the world. Over the years, we've been honored to be able to provide good, wholesome entertainment to appreciative audiences. We've had exceptional experiences and developed deep friendships with people all over the world. We've especially appreciated the support of government and church officials and everyone in between. We have experienced intense emotions for 35 years, some high and some low and some just normal, but we've enjoyed all of it. We've been proud of our city and appreciative of our fans' support. There's no question that we have the, the very best fans in the world. We also love and appreciate our employees. They are exceptional people and have always provided the ultimate guest experience to our patrons. Our coaches and our players have given their all to bring us outstanding teams and exciting games and even taken us to the national or to the finals twice. Our relationship with the NBA has been important and meaningful. Commissioner Stern and Commissioner Silver have both been great friends and allies. We've also been able to build great first class venues. There's no question that we have had a long and rewarding journey these last 35 years. Today is a day I have never been able to imagine. Today, my family and I are here to announce that we've decided to sell a majority interest in the Utah Jazz and its affiliate business, affiliated businesses to Ryan and Ashley Smith. Now there's been a lot of attention given in recent years to my putting the team in a legacy trust. This was done in connection with my estate plan with the objective of assuring our loyal fans that the team would remain in Utah. 
I am fully convinced that with this sale, the objectives of that trust will still be honored. And I want you to know that the new owners have made the same commitment to keep the team in Utah. Included in this transaction are the Utah Jazz, Vivint Arena, and the Salt Lake City Stars. We also plan to sell the Zone Sports Network through a separate agreement certain, subject to certain approvals. The Salt Lake Bees will remain connected to the Jazz through a management agreement. I believe Ryan and Ashley embody the things that we as a family hold dear. And as I said before, they are absolutely committed to keeping the Jazz in Utah. I have every confidence that they will move the team to the next level while honoring our history, our common goals, and our work. Because we believe so strongly in Ryan and Ashley and are totally invested in the success and mission of the Utah Jazz, our family will retain a minority interest. This transaction is subject to the approval of the NBA Board of Governors. As the new controlling owner, Ryan will become the NBA governor of the Utah Jazz and its affiliates, and he will become the key decision maker for, excuse me, for all basketball business and operations related to the team, and he will have our full support. Selling the Utah Jazz was a huge decision but doing so becomes a catalyst for our family and businesses to continue to evolve and enrich lives while also allowing Ashley and Ryan to begin their journey. Our family looks forward to the adventures Ryan and Ashley will create on this journey and we wish them the very best. Again, I wanna thank my family who has been very supportive and unified. The players, the coaches and staff, our employees, and our partners, and especially our fans. I also want to especially recognize the hard work of Steve Starks and our management team and the long hours that they've worked to make this deal happen. They have been unbelievable. I also want to thank my husband, Kim, for his patience and support during these negotiations. I also want to thank Larry for making this absolutely remarkable journey possible. We love all of you and we care about all of you and we appreciate your support all these years. With that, Ryan, I'll turn the time over to you. That's hard to follow. Um, but Gail, um, we couldn't be more humbled. We couldn't be more honored um, with your trust. Uh, your 35 year stewardship and legacy is one that I believe is Utah's. Um, we're all in debt to you and the Miller family. Um, our commitment is that we're gonna build on that legacy and we're gonna continue. Um, including Larry's legacy, which our courts has his name on it. And we couldn't um, be more, more grateful for you. And we, we, we know that all you do is good. And that's what the Miller family does. And being able to, to be a conduit to help that continue. And then to continue to have you as a minority owner in the jazz is incredibly, that's um, an incredible opportunity. Um, I've approached Gail and the Millers a couple of times. Um, there's no secret about my interest in, in the NBA. And there's really no secret about my interest in the Jazz. I grew up watching the Jazz. This is the team I've cheered for. I played junior Jazz. Like, I dreamed of playing for the Jazz, but that didn't work out. Um, but as I was sitting there this week with my kids in a junior Jazz program that you guys started – with hundreds of kids running around, the legacy that you have created is, is, is untouchable. And um, we're all just incredibly grateful for that. Um, the Jazz are a gift to this whole community. And that's how we view it. 
that's a hundred percent how we view this. And, you know, we, we look to use this platform to continue to do good. So thank you, Gail. Thank you, the Miller family. Um, the, the partnership that we've had over the last couple of years as corporate sponsors and as the Jersey patch sponsor has been incredible to watch how you operate and, and show us how it's done. Um, thank you, Steve, for, for working through this and for just for caring, um, caring about this asset for the community. Um, thanks to, to Dennis and Quinn and the players, the coaches, the staff, and, and most importantly, um, I think we have the best fans in the world and that's, that's, that's exciting. And I, I'm, I think we're, we're extremely excited to, to continue this journey and build upon the legacy that's here. And that's, that's honestly what's made this possible. And um, there's not a, really another team or another opportunity that we, we would do this with. And there's no one I'd rather do it with than my wife, Ashley. And um, she's been pretty wise and not, not let us explore other opportunities outside of Utah at the level that, that maybe um, opportunities have come up. And um, so I'm going to turn it over to her. Well, we are really excited. <laughs> um, we love basketball. We love the jazz and we really love Utah. So this is, this is an awesome event for us. Um, we are blown away and honored that we get to share this experience with Utah and Jazz Nation. Um, for us, the jazz has been about love for our little family. It's about love, it's about spending time together. It's about um, sharing experiences, sharing victories or losses or lessons learned and hard work and all the ups and downs that come with any great adventure. And I think this really is going to be an incredible adventure and an adventure that we get to share with all of you. And that's exciting. Um, we are really grateful to the Millers and their trust in us to be stewards over what they have built. And like Ryan said, it is extremely humbling. Um, we're committed to their vision. We're committed to Utah and we're committed to the jazz. So let's go. There you go. That's the press conference from earlier today. You heard from Steve Starks, Gail Miller, Ryan Smith, and his wife, Ashley. All right. Gordon will join us coming up next. Uh, very eager to get his thoughts on uh, what's going on today. Of course, we'll be talking about it throughout the day. Locke's going to be on with us at five and Tim Lacombe will join us at 5.30. Stay tuned. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. When the days are cold and the cards all fold and the saints we see are all made of gold when your dreams all fail and the wounds we hail are the worst of all. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Band of the day today is Imagine Dragons, and it's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Um, I have two things to say. One, Austin said this is uh, Ryan Smith, new owner of the jazz, favorite song or favorite band. Uh, yeah, he's a big fan of this band. I know that for sure. And you know what? Uh, I know that Imagine Dragons is not some sort of kids show. Yeah. Uh, found yeah. that out the awkward way. Which <laughs> still don't know how you didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't either. It wasn't like they were brand new. Uh, they weren't. No, they, <laughs> they were filling an arena, in fact. And what, I did you didn't... take the kids? No, no, no. <laughs> Have you never heard this story, Gordon? Here, I'll tell you the story real quick because I, I, I want to get your reaction to what's going on today. But uh, I was walking into the arena, and there were uh, this was when I was on in the mornings, and there were people lined up outside of the box office. And I said, oh, you know, I'm walking in with uh, a coworker, right? And I go, oh, man, what's, what is everybody lining up for today? And the coworker goes, uh, Imagine Dragon tickets go on sale. I said, Imagine Dragons? What is that? Some sort of kids show or something? Cause like, I don't is that know, part of Sesame Street? Some dinosaur show had just come through <laughs> I got town, you. and so, I got you. and the coworker looked at me and said, uh, "No, um, they're a band, and uh, they're 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 from Utah actually, and and they're quite popular." I said, "Oh, oh, <laughs> quite popular." You didn't know. 
No idea. Yeah, people were, people were camping out the arena for yeah. the Sesame Street traveling show. <laughs> Imagination Dragon. <laughs> a 20,000-seat arena. This this band is popular enough to sell out arenas of this size across the country. And I said, what are they, some sort of kids show? You were too busy... Uh... You were too busy listening to Bob Dylan tracks. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, first of all, hey, Gordon, how are you? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Uh, let, let's let's dive right into it. Austin and I had a chance to kind of share our thoughts of the news today, and I'm sure we'll we'll be doing that throughout the show today. But uh, uh, eager to get your thoughts on what uh, the, kind of a, one of those big days in sports history around here. No doubt about it. Uh, the, the, this is the biggest story that uh, that I've heard uh maybe let's see what would even compare i i i it's a, for a long long time i'll say it that way and a lot of people didn't know that this was happening i think insiders kind of knew a little bit about what was going on but uh yeah this uh this was surprising to a lot of folks and uh they obviously in the press conference they wouldn't um uh, uh, they wouldn't respond to questions about uh, some of the details involved in it pending the NBA Board of Governors approval. So a lot of people are left to sort of uh, ask questions of people, sources, talk to folks, try to find out what's going on. But from an official standpoint, it hamstrings us a little bit to be able to uh, be really, really specific about everything that's going on. I've spent the whole morning right up until the show started. I've been on the phone talking to people about what's going on. Uh, this is what I've gleaned. All right. This is what I've gleaned. Uh, that Gail Miller believes that this will be a really positive thing for the jazz moving forward. And that that's what I've been told over and over. And I, I guess that that would that would be uh, understandable because this is her baby. This is she and Larry built this thing and she's very close to it and she's emotional about it. You could hear it in her voice. She cares deeply about this. Uh, she cares deeply about uh, the Larry H. Miller group of companies as well. And uh, the specifics about why, you know, why she did it, uh, I think, will yet to be uh, known. But I think she did it because she thought it was in the best interest of the Jazz moving forward. And what did she do? She sold the team to a guy who's a, a native son who will not move the team out of here. And I think that was really important to her. And uh, so that that's part of the reason she I think she did it. And some of this is a little bit of speculation. But that's that's why I think she sold it to the to the individual she sold it to and uh, is confident. And, and believe me, I have talked to a lot of people this morning, Jake. And what they've been saying to me is that watch out, watch out now that the Utah Jazz will win a championship. I've okay. been told I've been told that not not this not right away, but they said over the next number of years with no disrespect to the Millers, they said that uh, Ryan Smith who I don't know that well, but they say that this guy uh has many shares many of the same characteristics that Larry had, only he he is so driven to uh, to utilize his resources and utilize his wherewithal to make this franchise uh, to, to to make it progress even more. So this is what I'm being fed from from folks who I trust in the community, and and uh, that's that's sort of that's it in a nutshell. Austin, I uh, talked about a lot of that stuff in the last segment too. I've I've got to say I, I'm glad you finished your sentence uh, when you said uh, the Jazz will win an NBA title because I know when you were saying, uh, well, I talked to somebody and they said, watch out, watch out. <laughs> that could really be taken negatively. No, no, he meant he he. <laughs> this individual meant it in the positive. I see. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm glad you finished your sentence because if yeah. you would have stopped at watch out, 
that would have yeah. a very different meaning. It was kind of like the doctor on Arrested Development. <laughs> yes, it was very much <laughs> delivering that way. great news, but it sounded <laughs> but like it might be really it's bad. Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. When he said, when he goes, Buster is all right, and then he comes in missing a hand, and you said, Buster, <laughs> you said Buster was all right. He goes, I, he is all right. He's missing his left hand. He's now, oh, he's now all right. <laughs> I talked to somebody, and they said, watch out. Watch out! And then he kind of paused, and I thought, wait, where's he going with this? And he said, yeah. the Jazz could win an NBA title. So I thought, yeah. okay, well, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I think that uh, Austin and I said this in the first segment. It would make a lot of sense that, that Gail Miller would select who was purchasing uh, the franchise if she ever were. And I, I should say the Miller family, if they were ever to sell um, the, the Utah Jazz, they would select very carefully – uh, whom they would do that. I mean, that just makes a ton of sense uh, going all the way back to, to Larry Miller. And the reason he purchased the Jazz in the first place was because of what an asset it was to the community. So right. I, I would not think those values would have changed at all over the years. Well said. But there's there's also a business component to it. You know, LHM car dealerships are all over Utah, and they're beyond that. They're in other states as well. But can you imagine what the response would be from jazz fans if 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 the Millers had sold the if Gail had sold the the team and the team was headed for you know St. Petersburg or something? And, you know, I mean the, that would not be good for business. Yeah. You know? uh, no, no, no. It, it would not be. Can I tell you another thing? Reason why I like um, Ryan Smith as a potential uh, owner. A lot of sports teams are being sold to ownership groups. Mm-hmm. And those can be a tad uh, leaky and unstable. Uh, this is this is one particular owner that has the the capital to come in and do it the right way, and not necessarily right. be, you know, taping together venture capital firms to come up with the capital to buy it. I think it's a good thing that you've got somebody who uh, who has the resources to to buy it and to run it, uh, much like you know the Miller family. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you want you want you want the thing to prosper. And Ryan Smith has the wherewithal as an individual, not just as a corporation like you were talking about, to, uh, to, to, to provide the push necessary because why? He's motivated. He's motivated. He's, he's, <laughs> I thought that was so funny in the press conference when he said he grew up playing jazz, junior jazz basketball. How many owners can you say that about that were, <laughs> that did something like that? This guy's playing junior jazz basketball. And uh, so a big fan of the team growing up. So that kind of connection. And some of it's emotional, you know, and that's a good thing, I think, as long as the guy is smart. And I've asked around to a lot of people about the brain power we're talking about here with Ryan Smith. And uh, as one person said, he's brilliant. So when you're brilliant, you know what you know, you know what you don't know, and you allow the right people to do their jobs the right way, and you're willing to provide the resources to make those things happen, that's huge. Ownership in the NBA, I, I put ownership at the very top, even above coaching and above uh, general managers and everything. If you don't have the right owner, you're in trouble. It's not. You might get lucky. But you're not going to sustain anything worthwhile, and uh, and certainly you could say that about Gail, who I I got to admit, and I'll and I'll say it up front, I consider Gail a friend, and I don't know whether she uh, feels mutually, but uh, I have a lot of respect for that woman, and I think she's a generous person, who has done so much good, but I think she wanted the team to go to someone who mirrored that. And uh, I think she believes she found it in uh, in Ryan Smith. Use the word brilliant, Gordon. I, I think that's important because uh, you know, brilliant people. There aren't a whole lot of us out there. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a rare, uncommon breed. You and uh, what about fifty other people in, on the yeah, planet? Yeah, it's like it's like me and and fifty. We actually have meetings biannually. Is that frustrating for you to be around so many people who are intellectually inferior? Just one. Just one person. Frustrating. <laughs> That's all. Just one. You shouldn't talk to, about Austin like that. <laughs> all right. We'll get to more of this coming up. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Patrick Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333 at Action Plumbing. Um, uh, Gordon, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, 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 on-the-floor type stuff. I, I thought Hanson Scotty hit on this a couple times today, and uh, I, I thought it was an interesting thought. Um, do you think part of the timing of the sale has to do with some big decisions the Jazz uh, have to make this offseason? Oh, I don't know about that because I, I I wouldn't expect Gail to shy away from big decisions. Oh, no, no, no. That's uh, that's not what I meant. More More that... The, the new owner wanted to be, I the you. Smiths wanted to be involved in making those big decisions. And, and yeah. we can talk, we can think about one big decision in particular, right. uh, one Rudy Gobert, that maybe he wanted some impact, uh, some some input on. Yeah, maybe, I, I suppose that's that's true. Not, uh, that, I don't not that Gail would shy away from anything, more that he would want to be involved. Yeah, but what? how, how would he want to be involved differently than she would have? That's an interesting question. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, if he wants to be involved with that, would he would he be afraid that uh, that uh, that uh, the current ownership would make a decision different than he would? Um, I guess that's not the way I'm thinking of it. More like, you know, if you are uh, taking over a company and there's uh, a decision to be made that will impact. <laughs> that will impact the, the the company for years to come, and you're going to be there, and uh-huh. she would not be. I think this has more to do with him than her. Okay. Well, more, maybe more to do. So. More to do. If it were me, and yeah. and I was buying something, that would that would affect the timing because I would want to be involved in making that decision because you have to live with that decision, whereas the other ownership group, regardless of who they are, do not. Yes, that's true. And if, if uh, you know, I mean, maybe the same decision would be made. Right, but, right. But and, he and, would and want really, to make it. Or they. Look, should, the, it is the family own ownership, yeah. by the way. I say they, not just he. And then this didn't, this didn't happen overnight. This has been going, these conversations have been going on for a while. And so I'm sure that if Ryan knew he wanted to buy the team, and he wanted to buy the team, I mean, he made no secret about that. He said that years ago. Yeah. Uh, but he just—he uh, didn't think the Millers would ever sell it. Uh, but uh, when it became uh, an opportunity for him, then maybe you're right, Jake. Maybe he said, "Let me let me be involved in this." Of course, if they knew he was going to take over, he could have he could have uh, expressed his his uh, opinion about things even without technically being the owner. But you know, I, I, that's me talking out of naivete because you know usually you got to sign all the papers before before you know your your decisions are are fully considered but anyway uh, yeah this could be and he's and he's got the resources to you know i i think i think ryan smith can pretty much run this team in a manner that uh that money won't be a problem well, I, I bring that up in part, and we'll talk a little bit about this more and what's going on. In fact, we'll hear that uh, segment from, from Scotty and Hands coming up at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. But I do bring that up because we did find out a little bit more about what maybe this offseason is going to look like, Gordon. This has been a crazy NBA news day. Adrian Wojnarowski reported today that um, NBA's revenues dropped 10% to $8.3 billion for the 2019-2020 season, which down 10% is a lot less um, than it, it could have been, and I thought it it uh, it would be. Um, so uh, it, let me see here, and I was going to get the figures from what they made from completing the season, uh, but basically they made over a billion dollars, salvaged over a billion dollars uh, by finishing the season, minus the $180 million they had to pay Disney to uh, to uh, close in the bubble. But anyway, point being is they're, they're now deciding whether or not the salary cap is is going to go down. Uh, they're saying if they went uh, by – Adrian Wojnarowski is saying if they went by the book, uh, by the collective bargaining agreement, uh, it would fall – the salary cap would fall to right around $90 million, down from 109. But that uh, internal feeling is that they will they will leave it at 109 million dollars. But I thought those were some interesting financials, and actually, in a weird way, I think it was good news today for the NBA. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, well, we we yeah, we mentioned that before, and and that's that's definitely true. So uh, teams want to improve, but they also, you know, everyone has to be conscious of what the budgetary situations are uh, with with such a crazy year the way this one's been. And uh, the other piece of news, as far as financials go, Gordon, is um, they the NBA's losses included two hundred million dollars in deemed quote net negative impact unquote from a months long splintering of a partnership with China uh, after the Daryl Morey tweet. Um, that was less than I had in- anticipated. Not that two hundred dollars, two hundred million dollars isn't a lot of money, but that was lower than I I thought. And Daryl Morey is back in the uh, the news today, Gordon, because he has a new job. Heading up the Philadelphia 76ers. Didn't think he'd be out long. <laughs> I mean, is he going to sort a process there in Philly? Um, no. And I, is I he going to trust it? I doubt it. Uh, he's kind of a win now type of dude. He's been that it way for a like while. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he has been aggressive too. He he actually might be randomly a really good fit in Philly because I think they actually need some pretty drastic overhauls that would take a general manager with some guts. You know, because it takes some guts to move guys like Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid if they choose to go down that direction. So I, I actually think he's randomly a good fit there. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I have a lot of respect for him. I, You might not always agree with everything he says or some of the moves he makes, but he's a mover and shaker, man. He wants to, he wants to win. Like you said, he wants to win now. He, he does, and he's an interesting combination of uh, basketball eye and analytics, as that's kind of a, a delicate balance in sports these days. How much do you go with the math? How much do you go with the, uh, with the eyeball test? Because Daryl oh, Morey— mean like, Oh, you mean like you take out a, a pitcher who is humming along, doing great, uh, and then dealing. put in— yeah, who's yeah. dealing, and then you replace him with a bunch of bullpen guys who uh, who who might not be as good. Yeah, see, with Daryl Morey, he's he's an analytics guy, and he says that, and and he was part creator of that analytics conference, right? What do they call that? The Sloan Conference or yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. But then his moves are the most analytically baffling things you've ever seen. <laughs> see, I like that. <laughs> I like. I mean, I, I, there's a there's a place for analytics. Don't get me wrong. I agree, and and I, I get they should be used, but not exclusively. Oh, as we're talking about the NBA, Gordon, uh, another Woj bomb. Dallas Mavericks assistant uh, Stephen Silas is finalizing a deal to become the next head coach of the Houston Rockets. Oh, how do you like that? Uh, Silas has kind of been a, a hot name on the the coaching market this off season. And uh, not surprised that uh, that he picked up a gig. Although we've talked about this before, right? Uh, that's that's a tough job, that Rockets yeah. job. Hey, you've got is a, he gonna? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go is, ahead. is he gonna make James Harden play defense? See that that's the thing. You've got um, you, you're kind of married to that one player in the style he brings to the table, and you've got an owner that is super demanding and has extra high expectations. So I don't know. That's a, that's a tough gig, but we'll see. I like it. It's not really a retread, although it is a, a legacy, I guess. Right? Mm-hmm. Was it? Isn't Stephen the son of Paul? Yeah, I believe so. I think so too. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I like seeing new things happen I, I, because it's curious. I'm curious. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't mind change like that because it's it's interesting. And uh, you know, I can he <laughs> can he talk James Harden into playing the kind of basketball that actually is uh, a little more team oriented no <laughs> that's the answer to that no uh, by the well, way remember thought... he, he does average a lot of assists but as you have often pointed out every time i say that that yeah but there are assists on his terms um i felt very game of thronesy right there with uh steven son of paul <laughs> sounded like the bible yeah, yeah. yeah. is somebody gonna have to bend the knee uh, well, that's uh, to James Harden, Stephen to James. Yeah, that's that's going to have to happen. That's did how we know, got the job. Did you know that? Uh, what was the name of John Snow? What is his Kit Harrington? Is that his name of the actor? Yeah, uh, I don't. I have no clue. He's like five five. That's not a surprise. How can John Snow be five five? Not not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, I mean. Well, right. isn't Sylvester Stallone uh, like four nine? How can Rocky <laughs> be four foot nine? Are you telling me that Danny DeVito is taller than Rocky? How tall is Danny DeVito in real life? Uh, isn't he's he four eleven? Is it four eleven? That's what I thought, but I could be. Did wrong. he and Rhea Perlman have children? Because I bet they're very mm, short children. No, but they adopted, actually legally and, and uh, adopted a girl named Mara Wilson, 
who played Matilda in Matilda with oh, her yeah. and he I together. That's their daughter? Well, because her parents passed away while they were making that movie. Oh, you're kidding. And so Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman adopted her. That's an amazing yeah. story. What wow. was interesting about that, and I've only seen the first part of that movie, but he, they were they were downright mean to her in, the, in their characters. You don't say. Yeah. Didn't, you didn't, well, you didn't I, read I was, that one growing up? No, I didn't read Matilda. Everybody read Matilda. I, mean, I you, didn't read Matilda. I was busy reading War and Peace. I wasn't, you know. When you were a on. kid? You should still yeah. read it. It's a terrific book. I wrote, I, re, I remember reading uh, Islands of the Blue Dolphins. I did that. Uh, well, did, and to be fair. War, uh, War and Mat- Peace, like I said. And, you know, uh, uh, you know that Anna Karenina. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't yeah. uh, written until 1988 when Gordon was uh, well into his 50s. <laughs> Is that when it was written? 1988. Roald Dahl. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. But yeah, the the parents being bad car- uh, bad actors, that's uh, a very prominent part of that particular story. Yeah. I've read oh, that I, book, I seen that, that movie, and seen the stage production. Which, which was, one do you prefer? Uh, the book. I like the stage production. Stage production is really good, but I like. You I didn't like, like the, the movie? No, the movie's terrific it's too. Fine. But yeah, choosing it's... between the three, that's my favorite. Is the stage what happens production. because I only saw the part up. Through, they all die. You know, Every single one of them. In fact, it's a it's a bear attack, just a, a massive grizzly bear massacre. I mean, it's it's really heavy stuff. Grizzly? I thought it was brown bear. Uh, it's heavy stuff for yeah. a children's novel, though. You mean, I mean she what? didn't she didn't uh, wriggle her way off the hook and then become like president of the United States or anything like that? No, 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 no. She was uh, she was uh, eaten from from the feet up. <laughs> Over three chapters. Yeah, that's with kind of, three kind of excruciating hard. chapters. The bear just gnawing away? Pretty brutal stuff, man. So everybody dies at the end. Every single character. Gone. Every, Even uh, and, uh, except for one, Principal Trunchbull, she, she gets away. Well, well her, her eyelid flickers, and that's the end of the book. Yeah. So you wonder oh, what's if her she deal, man? She, was, she got up on the wrong side of the bed every day. It's back. The Utah Snowmobile Expo is this weekend. Scotty and Hans will be there Thursday from 10 to 2 with interviews from vendors featuring all uh, the all-new machines and gear for this year. Don't miss this year's show at Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy, brought to you by Spy Racing and Snow West Magazine. There, there are so many more mistakes than just that one, Austin, in that one particular read. I believe it. It's, you know, it's, a, just, it's a no fault of the client. No, no, not of the client. No, I'm talking about the uh, representative from our company that that just mashed his fist into the keyboard and then sent it over as a read. Did you just read like every other word? Uh, let, let's see. Let me. At see. least it's not barks only. <laughs> barks only. That's my favorite. <laughs> That one's my favorite. And, Wait, and explain to our listeners what you're no, talking No, no, no. There no. used to be, yeah, no, we don't need to. It's just a, a, a typo that changed the entire meaning of the read. So uh, did you want, do you want the copywriter, whoever wrote that, to, uh, like, be eaten by a bear? No, I like this person. They just, I wish they'd be a little bit more um, careful uh, when they write things for us <laughs> to read. Because, and this is my fault, I'm going to read it. You know, you write it on there, that whole Ron Burgundy will read it. That's me. I'm going to read it. So I wish they'd just take, just take, wish they'd take a little bit more care because my uh, in-read editing uh, skills struggle greatly. All right, stay tuned. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.